You're listening to a Big Finish production. Welcome to Drummond. It has shops. Are shops not what you need? Yes, unfortunately, and not any of the fun ones. I like junk shops, bookshops, charity shops or tea shops, baker's shops. Uh, everybody likes those sort of shops. But these are the shops where people give you a shiny paper bag with rope handles and smile at you and, and don't mean it. Strip lighting, staff endlessly polishing glass cabinet. Cities are trouble. Cities bring us bad luck. Doctor, if you hate it so much, why are we here? Because the scanner's on the blink. And I need some replacement. That's why it's going to be a tedious day. This place does not look tedious. It looks too angry to be tedious. Yes, yeah, miserable, isn't it? All neon smoke and adverts and shouting. I may need to spend a month in a quiet field after all this, just to recuperate. A quiet field? Yeah. It would not be quiet for long, not with you in it. No. I see the royal Egyptian look is in vogue here. It is a very strange look. Everything about them shines. Oh, it's all well and good. Until you have to go through a low doorway. Hmm? Headdresses like those are not designed for low doorways. Fashion's a funny thing, you know. Probably clown outfits next week. Clown outfits? Mm, or military chic, who can tell? Don't worry about it. I do not. I wear what I like. Oh, quite right, too. Style should be individual. Your clothes should announce your personality to the world. Mm. What do my clothes say about me? Ah, well, I dare say they might suggest you're a dab hand with a knife and that you don't feel the cold easily. Whereas their clothes say they do not like to go through doors? Well, I wouldn't go that far. It suggests they're fashion victims. Fashion kills? If you're a minky, it does. It's an expression. It it means they like to wear what everyone else is wearing until someone starts wearing something else, at which point everyone starts wearing that, and so on and so on. It's quite tiring and very taxing on wardrobe space. Oh, this is a foolish place. Buy your replacements quickly so we can go somewhere better. Of course they're fresh. Look at them, popping hot. Hang on. What's that in your hand? Put it back, sneaky little thief. Please, I'm so hungry. Yeah, and I'm poor. So if you ain't got no money, you can clear off. Why did we not bring K-9? He would have liked this, I think. What? Bring the dog shopping? Never. I'd have to tie him up outside. Then he might start whining and barking or talking to passers-by. I sent him to play in the TARDIS park. There is a park in the TARDIS. Do you know, I'm not entirely sure that there is one. Still, he made no bones about it. I'm sure he'll enjoy searching for it. Oh, the 
The next flying idiot to threaten our safety will find their wings clipped. Put your knife away before someone sees it. But you said my clothes already make it clear I know how to use one. Well, there's no need to hammer the point home. Put it away. You can't keep waving cutlery at people. They don't like it. They are not meant to like it. Oh, look. There's some form of rocket bike they're riding. So you can't clip their wings, because they don't have any. I was speaking metaphorically. Oh, indeed you were. Indeed you were. Those rocket bikes are everywhere. Look. You can just borrow them. Shame I haven't got any loose chains. I have to put a coin in the slot to unlock the chain. I'm sure I could unlock the chain without a coin. Are you determined to get us into trouble? Nobody would notice. Look at them. Why do they all stare at the little machines in their hands? Uh, well, some sort of handheld computer, probably. Humans do like a gadget, regardless of the century. Magpies tapping at that bright screen. I imagine it's a data stream of some kind, you know, news, TV, fashions, that sort of thing. I have no idea what you are talking about. That happens quite regularly, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Those devices will be connected to a wireless information network. Wireless? Hmm. Do you remember Fang Rock? Of course I do. Really? Yes, really. Ah, you remember the telegraph set? Yes. A signal a little bit like that, but transmitting pictures and text. So they are learning. Or just entertaining themselves. Maybe they're playing games, watching films. You can pack all sorts of things onto an information network. Ooh. Oh, they should look where they are going. A futurologist would agree with you. Gadgets can play havoc with species development. What are those noises? Is it a punishment for looking away from the screen? Why do you say that? Well, because as soon as they hear the noise, they panic and stare at them even more. Well, some sort of alert. New messages, software updates, who knows who knows. They are annoying. Yes, they are a bit. It's a bit like Pavlov's dogs. That girl, she is stealing food from that man's store. I must have told you about Pavlov. Uh, he spent an inordinate amount of time being slightly mean to dogs. You, girl, stop! He used a bell. Although dogs are not, all things considered, renowned campanologists, I suspect their hearing is too acute to get much pleasure out of it. Uh, uh, she's gone. Well, we've only been here two minutes and she's run off already. I suspect that may be a record. Well, I'm sure she'll turn up, though you can't get into trouble on Drummond without a credit card. That's for sure. Ah, a technology shop. Ha, 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 that's handy. Computer, cease music. Playback data stream interview from this morning. Why do I think Renanet is so successful? Because it gives data divers everything they could want. We cover it all. Fashion, culture, sports, news. I think going back only a few months, there was a real sense that people had lost their grip on the world around them. Things change so fast. Opinions alter, popularity swings from one direction to another. Now, with Renanet, People constantly have their finger on the pulse of what is important. They know the sort of clothes they should be wearing, what movies they should be watching. They even know which political candidates they should be voting for. It's a digital helping hand, and one that people have clearly been yearning for. Uptake on our data patch is now at nearly 96%. Computer, cease playback. Using ah! Ah! <sighs> uh, stop it! 
Please, please, that hurts. Oh, my head is splitting. I know, and I've done it, haven't I? Everything you've asked for. We couldn't be more successful. What's 4%? Corpse fingers make up four and a half of that. The rest don't have handhelds because they can't afford them. We were never going to have a full population uptake. Who cares about the stragglers? Ow! <gasps> Please stop, I can't. I can't, I can't even think when you. <sighs> Thank you. I've done everything I could. We all have. 96% is an amazing success. Just ask our stockholders. Kepri Inc. has gone up 14 points in the last two months. We've taken over the data stream. Everyone that can use our service is now using it. And they'll regret it soon enough. Out of the way! Look where people are going! You girl! There is no use running. I will find you. Stop now and save us both some time. Or do not. It is all the same to me. Ah, interested in the new Palm Portal X? I'm interested in most things. There you go. Try it out. Full diff, unbreakable screen. Unbreakable? Ah, a bold claim, given my line of work. Oh, why? What do you do? Oh, whatever takes my fancy. I sometimes topple dictators, save planets, basket weaving, time traveling, practicing humility. I like to keep busy. Oh, right. Well, the Palm Portal X is definitely for you, then. And, of course, it has Renanet preloaded. Does it now? I dare say that's useful. Oh, yes, here it is. Sartorial scan. <laughs> Why not? I'm sure it'll be suitably bowled over. My dress sense has been remarked upon throughout the universe. Mary Quant once said to me... No. 89% unsuitable? The thing must be defective. Um, who's Mary Quant? Mary Quant. Never heard of her. Here, here's your defective computer back. Oh. Tell me, do you sell scanner components? Yes. Ah! What now? Fine, I'm looking, I'm looking. Found him tech shop on Plaza Algiers. Handheld was a shop display model. He ran a sartorial scan. And well, he might. Whoever he is, he's not from around here. Look at that scarf. Ah! Stop it. I'm doing what I'm told, aren't I? You want me to do what? But why? Who is he? Ah! Okay. Okay. We have a private security team in the area. I've given the order. You live here. It is just a metal box. It's home. 
What do you want? Why did you keep chasing me? Why did you steal food? Because I was hungry. What business is it of yours? None. Eat your food. Is... Is that what some people are wearing now? What is it? The savage look? Oh, it is just how I dress. It shows I am good with a knife. I am not from this world. Why do you choose to live in there? It, it, it is no bigger than the outside of the TARDIS, and that is a lie that hides the real space inside. I live here because I have to. Why else would anyone live in a packing crate? But why do you have to? Because I'm homeless. So this is not your home? Goodness sake, have you escaped from somewhere? Oh, often, yes. I have told you I am not from this planet. I do not understand your ways. You say this is your home, but that you are homeless. That is confusing. I haven't got any money. I can't afford a proper home, so I live here. Do your people not look after you? <laughs> Nobody looks after anybody on Drummond. If you haven't got any money, no use to anyone. You end up living on the street, getting your food out of bins. Or stealing it. Well, yeah. That is not right. Hey, it's either that or stuff. I, I was not talking about you stealing the food. There is no dishonour in that. You needed it to survive, and the man selling it was too stupid to catch you. I mean that it is not right that you are abandoned by your people. Have you done something wrong? Of course I haven't. I just couldn't get a job. And without a job, I couldn't pay for anything, so... That is not how a successful tribe acts. You are as strong as your weakest member. Drummond is broken. You're telling me. Come on, I'll take you on a walk. Hello! Are you shop security? Oh, a bit heavy-handed, I'd have thought, especially those rifles. Would you mind pointing them elsewhere? You have been sentenced to execution. But I've got a receipt, look. We're not interested in your shopping. You're the subject of a kill order. But I haven't done anything. That's what they all say. Squad, take aim! But I only just got here. I wanted to buy this, look. I may have accidentally overloaded my new visual brightness circuit. Terribly sorry. The blindness is quite temporary, officers. Don't worry. And these are all forgotten people? Yep. This is where you end up when Drummond wants nothing to do with you. But there are so many. It takes a lot of money to survive in the city and there's only so much to go around. Who are the leaders of Drummond? Well, the mayor is Kakul Godfrey, but the real powers with businesses like Kepri. Kepri? What is it they sell? Data patches for your handheld. You must have seen the advertising screens. They're the ones who make Renanet. These handhelds, they're the annoying boxes people stare at everywhere they go, yes? Yeah. And making those is more important to the leaders of Drummond than feeding and housing its people? Of course it is. <sighs> One way makes money, the other costs it. 
Most people say that if we can't find work here, we should just go somewhere else. Have you any idea how much a travel ticket is these days? No. How did you get here then? I travel in the TARDIS with the doctor. He does not charge me money to go with him. Why would he? <laughs> well, then he can take me somewhere better than this if he likes. I will ask him. <laughs> That's sweet, but look around. I bet he can't take all of us. Why do you not fight? Fight? The leaders who have done this to you do not deserve their power. You should rise up and take the power from them. We're not an army. We're just people trying to get enough food to survive the day. Can you not hunt? You are. Oh, this is what is wrong with cities. There is never anything useful to hunt in a city. You're proper weird, you are. Is that a good thing? I suppose it means you'll fit in here. I should introduce you to a dofo. He thinks he's a space pilot and wears a uniform he's made out of newspapers. Very well, I will talk to Adolfo. Does he have fighting experience? Not unless you count that ruck he had with Dreamy Sadie. He tried to take a stash of Gidderoot. She won. Then it is Dreamy Sadie I want. She and I can plan your uprising. The only thing Sadie plans is how she can afford to chew more Gidderoot. <sighs> Look, this has been fun and everything, but we're not in the market for an uprising, yeah? Maybe you better get back to your doctor. It's probably time for your psych meds. You think I am mad. You are not the first. You are wrong, but I will go and find the doctor and he will help. I will find you again soon, Kendra. Yippee, can't wait. Hello. Hello, sir. How may I help you? I don't suppose you have a visual brightness circuit compatible with trilumic coupling. I've broken my second one in just a matter of days. This is a florist. Give me a delphinium, then. Uh, a d delphinium? And I may soon be in the market for some lilies. Huh. Is that Kepri private security running around out there? Could be. I took one look at their guns and their sour faces, and I came in here to sniff the flowers. Oh, it doesn't smell of anything. Yeah, but it stays fresh for six months. Ah, really outstaying is welcome. Oh, look at them running around out there. Makes you sick. They think they can do anything, that Kepri lot. Someone should have a word. Oh, who would dare? They have the whole city in their pocket. Their law is the law. If they decide they want someone, they just take them. And woe betide anyone who stands in their way. Really? Certainly. They were chasing a young woman the other day. She fell over in the gutter. Someone helped her up. Next thing you know, they're both being taken in. No. Guilt by association. Makes you feel sick. That said, Renanette is great. Oh, hang on. Uh, I better check that. Yes, I'll leave you to it. Wouldn't want to get you into trouble. Uh, okay. Empty, Sarge. Check out Thebes. Nothing dawdles on Drummond, I'll say that for it. Leela vanishes within two minutes. I'm under threat of death within ten. <laughs> it's enough to make a poor doctor giddy. What's this now? More Kepri trouble, is it? 
Ah, oh, damn it, dropped a stitch. Another thing I can blame on them. Computer, Police Constable Joyce, Squad Car Delta 904, clearance code 965747. Display information on any currently active Kepri security alerts. Display information on any currently active Kepri security alerts. Oh, for goodness sake, save me from cheap voice recognition. Computer, display information. That's better. Let's have a... Computer, that's the weather in the Venezuela commune. This is of no interest to me whatsoever. I ask for... Oh, to hell with it. Oi, Drum and PD, what's the bother? Kepri business. Keep your nose out. <sighs> so much for the mere statute of cooperation. Computer display status of security operation. <laughs> I know, I know. But they'll catch him, our men always do. What else do you expect me to do? Will that even work? We're not ready for that sort of test yet. Ah, fine, fine, we'll try it. Uploading the target's face to the data stream. Tagging it. The doctor? What sort of name is that? Whatever, fine, adding name. And sending update now. What to wear, where to be, who to know. It's all available through your handheld data stream at Renanet. Sign up now. You're nobody without it. That's all very well and good, but does it tell you where your friends have wandered off to? Or why, all of a sudden, security guards are trying to kill me, huh? Thought not. Well, something terribly exciting just happened in the world of fashion. Him. There, the Doctor! Oh, hello, everyone! Kill the Doctor! Kill the Doctor! Kill the Doctor! Kill the Doctor! This is getting ridiculous. It's working. It's actually working. Computer, play security camera feed on main screen. It's no use. Everyone, everywhere. Listen, stop. I don't know what's happening here, but no use. I'm surrounded. Please, if we could just discuss this sensibly. Amazing. Complete control via the data patch. They heard Renanet, they heard you, and they had to obey. But of course they did. 
nobody can resist the will of Sutek. Die, Doctor. Die! What's happening here, but no use. I'm surrounded. Please, if we could just discuss this sensibly. Take hold of the rope. Just out of interest. You don't plan on killing me, do you? I am saving you, Doctor. Take hold of the rope. Gotcha! Then hold on to it tightly! Ha-ha! Whoa! Careful, careful. I'm the sort of man who very much enjoys not being spread across the front of buildings. That was not the nicest way to travel. <laughs> it was better than dying. Oh, very true. I didn't know you could fly an airbike. Well, you point it where you want it to go and it does. It is better than the TARDIS, I think. Why did everyone wish to kill you? I haven't the foggiest. You always get into trouble if I leave you on your own. I, I think you'll find it's the other way round. Who just saved who? Well, if you're going to pick hairs, I suppose you've just been wandering around having a pleasant stroll. I have found many people who need our help. They have no money, so they are forced to live in boxes and steal food. I have assured them that we will help them overthrow their oppressors. You told them that? Of course. Is that not what we do? Well, I can't deny it happens occasionally, but it's not something I set out to do. I, I just will fall into it, I suppose. They need help. I'm sure that's true, but it's complicated. I do not think it is. Leela, there are homeless and dispossessed people on virtually every planet. I don't like it. But I can't start revolutions everywhere we go because our society is financially top-heavy. Why not? Because, because then I become a man wandering around the universe, changing anything I don't like. And there's a word for people like that. Hero? Dictator. You are playing games with words. This is simple. Drummond has abandoned its people and we should help. It is not simple at all and I can't do it. I gave them my word. You shouldn't have. I'm sorry. Ugh. Where are you going? Somewhere my anger can be put to good use. If it stays here, we will both regret it. What a way. Where to be? Who to know? 
I wish I could help you understand, you great, big-hearted savage. Some things you can interfere with and some things you can't. Or am I just trying to make myself feel better? <sighs> Let's try that air bike. Time to pay a visit to the Kepri offices, I think. He escaped. That's not my fault. The order for his destruction remains. He cannot hide forever. At least we know that Renanet works as you planned. I did not doubt it. There is no further reason for delay. Execute the full program immediately. The full program? But that was just a basic test. We still don't know if... Ah! Ah! Still you argue. Will you never learn? You are my puppet, Rania. Since you were an infant, a weak babe in arms, it has been I who pulls your strings. Uh, I know, I know, but we have to make sure... Uh, a puppet does not fight back. When will you learn this? I give the order and you carry it out. It is simple. It is painless. And it is all I ask of you. It is so very little, Rania. Just obey. I will, I will. The tech team just need to ensure the infrastructure can handle it. They need a little time. They have an hour. Thank you. It's you again, is it? What you doctor this time? We have no need of him. On the way here, I saw a building. Its sign said Drummond Wholesale. There were pictures of food. It's a food market. What about it? Is it successful? It's owned by a subsidiary of Drumcorp. Of course it's successful. Why? You want to open up a food market? No. I want to steal from one. Oi! What? Drummond P.D. Uh, care to explain to me why you and a load of other people decided to try and mob this man earlier? What's that? What do you mean, what's that? It's a photo. That's the weirdest evasion of a question I've ever heard. Why don't you just have it on a screen? Because I can't operate handhelds. Not that it's any of your business. Oh, you're a corpse finger. <sighs> I hate that term. My skin doesn't interact well with electric fields, yes, but I'm not a corpse. You, on the other hand, soon will be if you don't answer the question. Why don't you just use a stylus? Because I don't want to. Answer the question. Never seen him before. Really? Because he was the target of a Kepri security alert earlier, so I made it my business to check the camera feed, see if I could find him. And I did. I saw him nearly get his head torn off by an angry mob, of which you were a member. <laughs> I haven't a clue what you're talking about, mate. Oh, uh, hang on. Let me check that. Huh? Abu Collins has been kicked out of Celebrity Body Swap. Oh, give me strength. Why have I never owned an air bike? Air bikes are wonderful. Am I in a one-way lane? How can I tell in mid-air? 
they haven't quite thought this through, have they? No. Sorry, yes. I really think I must be. Hey, on the other hand, there's a whole line of people following me, so if I'm in the wrong lane, this is becoming decidedly irritating. today. Who is hungry enough to do something about it? I want 20 of you to come with me to get some food. We are going to Drummond Wholesale to steal as much as we can carry. We will succeed because I will lead you. I am a warrior of the Sever team and I have nothing to fear from the dull, thin-blooded security guards of Drummond. Think only of this. Do you want to eat well tonight? If the answer to that question is yes, then the only way you will do it is to come with me. They won't come with you, you know. Then we will go on our own. We. Computer, I want a facial recognition scan on current case subject. Better. Not registered. Fine. Uh, computer, cross-reference, facial scan against the last six months of port arrivals. So he doesn't live here, and he never flew in here. I'm fascinated by this guy more and more. Computer, tap into street camera network. I want him found as soon as possible. Who knows what sort of a mess he's getting himself into. This is getting awfully dull. Oh, hang on. Is that the radio? Kill the doctor. What? Kill the doctor. What? Kill the doctor. Ah, people will listen to any old torch these days. so fast in my life. Let us hope you live long enough to do better one day. That's a joke, yeah? You're joking with me. I don't think the camera's caught us. If they had, we'd have heard an alarm by now. Quiet! All of you. Nobody speaks unless it is absolutely necessary. We wait until the camera moves again and then you... Ash. Ash will make the door open. Yes, sir. Wait. Now. <laughs> <laughs> 
You are sure he can do this? He worked in digital security before they laid him off. He knows what he's doing. See? Everyone, inside! <laughs> I'm hiding behind you. If you're going to keep shouting all the time, I'm in danger. That's better. Right, let's try that again. Without the angry mob, if possible. as much as you can, but no more. We will need to push these wheeled vehicles all the way back to your camp. Oh, chocolate and limes. I haven't had those for years. Are there any essential food on Drummond? Well, no. They're a treat. You know, chocolate? Put them back. Take only oh. important things. Oh, yes, Mum. Oh, frosted currant bars. Are they an essential food? Absolutely vital part of our diet. Take three boxes, then. I'll make it four, just in case. Put down the food and step over here with your hands up. This is private property, and you are outside official Drummond Warehouse shopping hours. What are we going to do? We can't fight them all. I did not bring you to fight. I brought you to pack food. Carry on. I will handle the guards. But there are six of them. Yes. So it will not take me long. She got one of them in a headlock and flipped him over her shoulder, and he knocked another one down. By which time she's flying through the air. And this drink, it is very violent. Fizzy, you mean? It's Corelli juice. It's supposed to be. It is good. I will have some more and another of those nutritious frosted bars. More of this violent drink! Almost there. We should be ready to go in a few minutes. I grow impatient, little puppets. No more delays. I promise we're almost done. What's that? Computer, lift blinds. It's him. Hello! Might you be so good as to open the window? Let him enter. Computer, open central window. Hey, you're not trying to kill me yet. Should I be? Well, there's a lot of it about. Thank you. Computer, close window. Ah, I simply have to build myself one of these air bikes. They're such fun. Extremely nippy, highly maneuverable. When fighting for your life and under attack from all directions, an air bike is quite simply a marvel. Lacking a cup holder, though. Designers never think of the truly important things, do they? What are you doing here? I'm very impressed with Renanette. Thank you. Send us a chat message next time. Oh, I'm afraid I can't do that. I don't have a handheld, you see. I'm rather old-fashioned. Is this your chair? Naturally. Excellent. Would you mind not putting your feet on the desk? But I have such long legs. They have to go somewhere. No, 
When I say I'm impressed by Renanet, I'm speaking as someone who has seen it at work, not as someone who has actually used it. Well, tell a lie. I did, once, and it was snippy about my scarf. He talks like an idiot, but do not be fooled. The doctor is far cleverer than he appears. Of course he is. Uh, sorry? Nothing. Do you know how long it will take security to arrive when I call them? Oh, next to no time, I imagine, but that would be rude. We're having such a nice chat. No, do not call for the guards. Not yet. It pleases me to see him. It pleases you, but you wanted him killed. So many do. Of course, everything must die. It is the will of Sutek, but for now, look at him. He has no concept of what he faces. You'll find out soon enough. Excuse me, I, I hate to interrupt, but either I've gone deaf or you're hearing voices. My master. He speaks to me here, in my mind. Ah, I see, yes. Which poses a slightly more sensitive question. Either you're using some kind of discreet technology or, well, you're mad. I hate to mention that, but it's best to be upfront about these things in my experience. I will use your vocal cords to speak to him directly. Doctor. Oh, that's... Very good. How to, uh, oh, I know that voice. Mm, of course you do, Doctor. Sutek. I'd rather hoped I'd dealt with you. You've thought so twice, Doctor. In the time corridor, and then in the Uruburos loop. The Uruburos loop, eh? That must be in my future. I'll make a note of it, lest I forget. Oh, do not concern yourself, Time Lord. I assure you, once my plans are realized... There will be no future. Oh, these things are relative. So you're behind Renanet, are you? Doesn't seem your sort of thing, fashion and celebrity gossip. Oh, it is much more than that, Doctor. It is nothing less than the end of the universe. Found him. Good. The Capri offices? Oh, I would have thought that was the last place he'd want to go. I think it's time he and I had a chat. The end of the universe, eh? I'll give you a contact number. You'll get ever so lonely. All things must die, Doctor. Wherever the sickly glow of life persists, I will snuff it out. Ah. With a piece of dull software. Are you trying to kill people one brain cell at a time? You have only seen a fraction of its potential, Doctor. It speaks with my voice. It is persuasive. Mm, kill the Doctor, yes, yes. A touch of mesmerism. A dose of subliminal programming. Hardly anything to get too excited about. Tell me more, old bore. It is a network, Doctor. A network encompassing virtually all the minds on Drummond. <laughs> Once I could crush whole worlds with the power of my mind alone. Now, now I will admit I require some assistance. I have been building this network for years. It took no little effort to focus my thoughts to find a suitable vessel and use her to prepare the way. Once it goes online, my power will again be absolute. Oh, really? I'd better go and see what I can do about it then. Oh, Doctor, 
You forget you are a wanted man here on Drummond. Servant, now you may call security. Uh, computer, security to the director's office. There you are. Ladies and gentlemen, you are a credit to the company and to the proud tradition of private security everywhere. And I say that as a man who has run from quite a few in his time. I don't suppose there's any chance of talking this over amicably. Idiots! He's got right past them. Are your people ready to bring the network online? Now, with the Doctor loose. Once I have the power of Drummond at my disposal, there is little the Time Lord can do. Bring the network online. Computer, put me through to the tech department. You are sad. Leila! How come I never hear you coming? It is a skill. Something I learnt when I was a small child. I've done it so often, it is natural to me. I cannot be anything but stealthy. It is like you and sadness, I think. What's that supposed to mean? You wear it so often, you now cannot take it off. Have I any reason to? I mean, tonight's great, and we have enough food to last for a while, but it'll run out. Then we'll be hungry again. So instead of enjoying today, you worry about tomorrow. I see. Yes. That is a good way to stay sad. But tomorrow is worrying. Why? It is not here yet. Who knows what opportunities it will bring? That's easy for you to say. I don't get many opportunities. Which means you must make the most of all of them. Including the opportunity to be happy, even if it is only for a moment. Here. What? <gasps> Chocolate lines! An opportunity for happiness. <laughs> it will not last long, but enjoy it while it does. And let me try one. I believe they are not at all nutritious. Kepri <laughs> <laughs> Incorporated thanks you for your continued productivity. Remember, if you feel your attention wandering, you are allowed five 30-second breaks every workshop. Why not use one to relax and refocus? Maybe get the latest information from Renanet. Human resources, spot check as you wear. Generator room or Sutek's ego has finally got the better of him, and it's his office. Okay. 
internal power generator. Enough to keep the whole place ticking over, very sensible. The last thing you'd want is to lose power in a place like this. Not when you're working on so many important things. Cruise control on. Increase acceleration. I'll miss you, old bike. Ding, ding. Handbrake off. Ooh, such a beautiful spanner to throw into the works, but needs must when the devil drives. What is happening? We've lost power. The doctor! We'll patch into backup automatically. It only takes a minute. Oh, I hope I backed everything up. Excuse me. I'm all right in thinking the foyer is down another level. Yeah. Why do you sound so funny? I have my scarf wrapped around my face. Why? Um, because I'm crippling Lucia. Well, it's pitch black in here anyway. It's not like I can see you. Oh, good point. I was getting rather overheated there. Oh! <laughs> ah, they fixed the power. I was hoping for a bit longer than that. I know you. Oh, here we go. Kill the doctor! Oh, not today, thank you. Kill the doctor! Kill the doctor! Kept bringing. Right. Let's see if we can't get to the bottom of this. Oh, no. Oh, that was easy. I want to talk to you. Whoa, whoa, let's settle down, shall we? We don't want any trouble. Constable Joyce, Drummond PD, as you can see, I am armed, so back off and I'll take it from here. You don't want to kill me? Give me time, I've only just met you. How refreshing. Everyone else has taken one look at me and turned homicidal. So I've noticed. No, don't get me wrong, it's not an entirely new phenomenon, but it does seem particularly pronounced to me. Fine, they want a warning shot, they can have a warning shot. Careful! You only had that statue's head off. Who were you warning? The interior designer. I mean it now! This citizen is under my protection. Any further acts of aggression towards him will be treated as a criminal offence. I don't think they care. Come on, Constable Judge. I find that in situations like this, there's only one option. Run. Wise man. Come on! I do hope you have transport. Right there, across the road. Kill the doctor! Yeah. <laughs> A little assistance would be appreciated. Come on! Just keep down. Hopefully they haven't spotted you yet. I take it you don't use Renanet. I'm a corpse finger. Yeah. Your what? I can't operate handhelds. Why? Because that's what's causing this. A command sent out on the data stream via Renanet. I thought that was just gossip and stuff. Gossip, fashion advice, orders for assassination. It has a fairly wide editorial scope. From what I gather, it's about to be used for something far more dangerous. More dangerous than this? If Sutek's involved, you can be sure of that. Sutek? Who's... Oh, 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 oh! What? Oh, tell me. 
What sort of an idiot leaves their knitting on the seat? Oh, sorry, just put it in the back. Oh, uh, oh I think they heard you. Put your seatbelt on. failure meant we had to reboot. Any minute now. And security teams are converging on the building. They'll have the doctor shortly. Look out, Joyce, a van blocking the road. Hold on! More Capri security. They can't come after me. I'm an officer of the law. Tell them that. You've got another van coming straight towards oh, you. for goodness sake! Oh! A dead end. Excellent work, officer. This will confuse them. I didn't have much choice. They were boxing us in. I imagine that was the general idea. Well? What? Aren't you going to engage the aerial lift? We could still fly out of here. It doesn't work. Really? I couldn't afford the upgrade. Ah, you're a police officer. Don't tell me you're supposed to pay for it yourself. Of course you are. It took me 12 months of walking the streets, saving every penny to get the car. Give me another 12 months and I'll be able to unlock the airlift feature. Oh, for goodness sake. What are you doing? We don't have 12 months. Uh, here. <sighs> I'm sure I can straighten this out. You'll do no such thing. Close the door and let me work. I've seen where your police credentials get you. There are rather a lot of them. Network going online now. Network is going online. I don't understand. Look at it. Everything's changed. All of the buildings, they are golden, rich, like the clothes the people were wearing. Old Earth Egyptian, sort of. Gleaning, but how is this possible? How can everything just change? I don't understand. The whole city's become rewritten according to the design of Sutek. The Capri guards, they've changed too, or bandaged like mummies. Osiron servicer robots. How's this possible? Well 
welcome to the new golden age. Welcome to the new Vista Osiris. Welcome to the age of Sutek. Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, The Fourth Doctor Adventures, The Age of Sutek. This is now the world of Sutek, and however ornate, however decadent, it's a world of death. Who is Sutek? Last of the Osiris. We attend you, Empress. Our lives are yours. Indeed they are. They're shooting at us! Of course they are, that's what they do, and if you keep driving in a straight line, they'll hit us too. Ah, it will take more than a branch to stop me, Sutek! Attend me, services. Destroy the enemies of Sutek. We heard an announcement about sacrifice. We should find the place where Sutek plans on killing your people. Pick your target! Pikes! Big finish. We love stories. Hello, I'm David Richardson. I'm the producer of The Fourth Doctor Adventures. Sutek had been on my list of villains to use in The Fourth Doctor Adventures right from the very start when we first started working with Tom. And I was kind of pipped to the post, actually, because... Um, the second of the Seventh Doctor and Bernice Summerfield box sets was a really great showdown between the Doctor and Sutek. And Gabriel came back for that. And it was a lovely production. And I really just stood aside, actually. I just, I, because James Goss, who's the producer, had such lovely ideas for it. Um, I just put aside any of the ideas I might have had um, choose him in the Fourth Doctor range. But then we reached the point where that Seventh Doctor box set had been released and it seemed a good idea to actually we could do another sequel with Sutek. And uh, this one, one is set after the Seventh Doctor story, just for a bit of timey-wimey effect. And Gabriel was very keen to come back, very keen to um, reunite with Tom. And I was really, really chuffed with what Guy Adams came up with in terms of a storyline. Hey, it's Tom Baker here, Doctor Who. Hey, listen, listen to this, kill the Doctor. Kill the Doctor, kill the Doctor. That's what I'm hearing all the time. That's a marvellous script, isn't it? Absolutely marvellous. Him. There, the Doctor. Oh, hello, everyone. Kill the Doctor. Kill the Doctor. Kill the Doctor. Kill the Doctor. This is getting ridiculous. Sutek, of course, played by Gabriel Wolf, is behind it all, and he's got big ideas. In fact, the biggest ideas of any villain we've ever had, I think, Sutek. He wants to destroy not just the Doctor, he wants to destroy everything. 
It's very negative, but we've had a lot of fun doing it. Hello, I'm Guy Adams, and I am the writer. They heard Renanet, they heard you, and they had to obey. But of course they did. Nobody can resist the will of Sutek. We did the uh, New Adventures of Bernie Summerfield box set. Sutek seemed an obvious villain because of just, I suppose, the archaeological Egyptian sort of theme. And he's great because it's because he's because he's Gabriel Wolf. The difficulty with Sutek, of course, is he's, he's actually too powerful. And so you realise as a writer that you're always going to have to slightly keep him in a box somehow because if you started a script with Sutek at full power, it would be a very short script. So that's that's the slight difficulty I think in working with Suto. But at, at the same time, you have the sheer joy of dealing with the most godlike evil villain that, that uh, you can possibly script, which is just obviously great fun. I'm Nick Briggs, and I directed Kill the Doctor. Ready when you are, sir. Here we go. And cue. I simply have to build myself one of these air bikes. They're such fun. Extremely nippy, highly manoeuvrable. When fighting for your life and under attack from all directions, an air bike is quite simply. A marvel, lacking a cup holder. Guy just has a brilliant facility for dialogue and storytelling. You know, the things that writers need. In this story, there's a real streak of nastiness in this story, which I think is very... Uh, it's a good next step for Sutek, because he does all this suspending people in agony, but this kind of, you know, uh, forcing people to sacrifice themselves. I think it's very, very powerful. And the brilliant thing is that, you know, Guy knows Doctor Who, he knows this era of Doctor Who, he knows Tom's Doctor, and he knows, you know, Lee, the character of Leela and so he's he's contrasted it with that sort of flippant humour of the fourth doctor and also the brilliant heroism of Leela so he's just got a real handle on this kind of storytelling and I feel very secure in his storytelling hands you know the moment I start reading a Guy Adams script he he convinces me within well I would like to say a couple of pages but really it's a couple of lines my initial worry was that we'd end up retreading perhaps some of the same ideas and themes that had been used before. But Guy actually is really smart and he came up with the notion that what hadn't been done with Sutek was to take him to the future in an alien world. So we were able to shed all that historical aspect of Egyptology and put it into the future where the Egyptology started overwriting the existing society. And uh, yeah, smart move guy, I think it worked really, really well. I wanted it to be very modern. I wanted to try, and, I mean, we've still got obviously the, the Egyptian trappings bringing that into, into the fashion, but I wanted to make it not Blade Runner particularly, but as, as, as technological and gleaming a world as possible, because uh, it seemed to me that was a world that we hadn't put what, what had previously been a sort of historical villain almost, as in you know, since the dawn of time level of historical. So it seemed to me more interesting to try and make this a very shiny, you know, technological-based adventure with, with that sort of villain, and I thought that was a, a big change. My name is Gabriel Wolf, and I'm playing the part of Sutek. Once my plans are realized, there will be no future. Oh, these things are relative. So you're behind Renanet, are you? Doesn't seem your sort of thing, fashion and celebrity gossip. Oh, it is much more than that, Doctor. It is nothing less than the end of the universe. 
it's amazing how there, there, there is an, a newness to it, uh, and, and I, I think it works rather well. And, and so many different characters who are with variety, and, and the Doctor's pushing it along wonderfully. And, uh, and, I, and I think, I, you know, it, it's quite good that it's easy to write uh, Sutek-type dialogue. I think as Doctor Who fans who end up writing, we have learnt from people like Robert Holmes who knew how to just suggest a few things that created in our minds, you know, very good at creating the tip of an iceberg, and we immediately, as it were, immediately in our minds see the rest of the iceberg without the rest of it actually having to be described in full and detail. And Guy has picked up on this technique and does it brilliantly, actually. It gives you a real flavour, not only in his description of the sound effects that make up the world, but also the little snippets of dialogue here and there. Which is why we've been very lucky to have Barnaby Edwards in to play everyone on this planet. <laughs> Hello, my name's Barnaby Edwards, and I play everyone who, who isn't the main six. <laughs> ah, interested in the new Palm Portal X? I'm interested in most things. There you go. Try it out. Full diff. Unbreakable screen. Unbreakable? Ah, a bold claim, given my line of work. Oh, why? What do you do? Oh, whatever takes my fancy. I sometimes topple dictators, save planets, basket weaving, time travelling, practising humility. I like to keep busy. Uh, oh, <laughs> right. There are lots of sort of stall holders and, and security guards and uh, pedestrians and things like that. I think the most important thing, the, the reason that you, uh, <laughs> you would go for one person to play all these people rather than a whole host of people is that you want to have as many different voices as possible. So some are old, some are young, some are sort of croaky, some are pure voice, that kind of thing. Some are from different parts of the country and things. So I think it's quite a sensible idea, I think, to get just one person to do most of those because I'll try my best not to make any of them sound the same. Whereas if you've got lots of different people, we might accidentally sound the same. The techniques for differentiating are that you can go much older or much much younger, or you can make it slow and thick. Or you can make it really fast and quick. So basically it's fast, quick, slow. Like a kind of joystick, really. You just have the central voice and you either move it left, right, up, down, or press the jump button. Doing audiobooks, which I sort of do as a narrator when I'm not doing big Finnish stuff, I, that does really help it. You have to basically quickly get different voices because sometimes you're doing 100, 150 voices. I just did an audiobook that had a thousand voices. Now, of course, no human has a thousand voices. So <laughs> you have like sort of 50 voices and then you'll kind of do slow, quick old, young versions of all of those. But it does help because it means that you have to do it very, very quickly. And also, I think it makes you less precious about it. You know, yesterday I was doing a voice uh, and, uh, and I just thought, actually, and Nick said that doesn't work because that's kind of contrast with someone else. If that had been my only role and I'd only be concentrating on that, I might have found it very difficult to choose another voice. But I, because I do lots of audiobooks, I thought, oh, fine, just I'll choose a different voice. So it doesn't make me feel attached to the voices. They're just literally tools in order to carry the writer's words. So, yeah, I think audio, doing audiobooks does help. It's also very enjoyable. I know you. Oh, here we go. Kill the doctor! Oh, not today, thank you. Kill the doctor! Kill the doctor! As someone who is, uh, you know, I spend most of my working life doing voice work and voiceovers and stuff like that, I mean, Gabriel Wolfe has just got the voice. Just such 
a liquid, beautiful caramel voice, and the fact that it hasn't changed in 40-odd years is astonishing. And you just, you know, he goes to the mic and you hear him doing Sutek's beautiful voice, and it's just bliss. I mean, I, I nick his voice for so many audiobooks because it's just the most perfect dripping with... with uh, sort of gentle acid voice that you can possibly imagine. I mean, he's, he's, he is the voice. I just love him. Sutek is so popular, really, because of Gabriel Wolf's voice, I think. It's just such a, a tremendous performance, and we all immediately hear that voice when we think of it. I mean, he's just another super being, isn't he? I mean, it's got an interesting backstory, beautifully done, the whole Egyptian god thing. But really, it's that performance. So we're so lucky that Gabriel wanted to come and do it, and that's what's made it so brilliant for us now. I think voices hold up. Not every voice does, but I think voices do hold up. Uh, I mean, I recognise Gabriel's voice. He's got that control of tone, hasn't he, that's instantly menacing, and at the same time, I'm doubly menacing because he takes such pleasure in it, isn't he? He's talking about what he's going to do, which is evil beyond... It's going to destroy everything. He's totally negative, and yet it's electrifying to hear him say it, you know? I'm looking forward to the next part of this. I spent uh, two days, 40 years ago, sitting in this, on a throne in, in a, a fairly ridiculous costume, but as the god of death. And I've always felt that I wanted to kind of play against everything. I mean, because otherwise it's just a pantomime villain, really. You know, I am the god of death. I mean, it sounds kind of wrong, but it, it just... I, and perhaps because I had to do it within a, within a mask, I, I decided to do it quietly, or I was asked to do it quietly. I really don't remember. But it just seemed the natural way to deal with some of the lines, which I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't find it easy to sort of be fiercely dramatic and, you know, it just sounds, sounds a bit Victorian, really. I'm Eleanor Crooks and I play Kendra. <gasps> oh, frosted currant bars! Are they an essential food? Absolutely vital part of our diet. Take three boxes, then. I'll make it four, just in case. <laughs> Kendra's this homeless person and she did once have a job and she lost that job, has no money, so she's kind of resorted to petty crime to be able to feed herself and survive, ultimately. I think when she first meets Leela, she's sort of thinks that she's this mad, mad woman who is completely, <laughs> like, detached from reality, which I guess, in a sense, she is, but in a good way. And I think eventually she realises that, and they, they strike up a real friendship throughout, and she, uh, Kendra really comes to believe in her and ultimately fights alongside her. My name is Louise Jameson, and I play Leela in Doctor Who. I've absolutely adored working with Eleanor. She's incredibly striking looking. She's six foot three and here she is walking into a studio near Tunbridge Wells and you just think, wow, there's this empress seems to have entered the room. And then she does this amazing South London accent on her character and developed her so richly. You know, the history, you know the current state of affairs, you know, just from the tone of her voice. I just think she's an extraordinary actress. This script, I mean, it's just... It's, it's really, like, kind of random, like, in the sense that where you have the, the world and it just kind of recreates itself. I love that. Like, I think it's completely, like I said, random, but it's totally believable at the same time. You have Doctor Who, who's this kind of 
person who doesn't mean to sort of kind of save situations but completely ends up doing so so it's quite nice so i think he's a relatable hero Doctor Who is such a massive thing anyway. The minute I got the email asking me to be on board, I straight away, I think I even said yeah before I was actually technically asked. <laughs> I was just, I couldn't wait to sort of get involved. So the appeal was there straight away, just with the huge name of Doctor Who, working with Tom Baker, and I love radio. Actors are very kind to each other, and they're glad to come back and be working together, and we all, it makes us feel immortal, you know? There is a kind of immortality about being an actor, isn't there? In, in the sense that what we leave behind is actually moving. It isn't just art of, on a wall or a photograph. It's that when my wife called out to me one day, not long ago, said, look at this, and I looked at the television, and there I was running upstairs with a sword fighting someone, I think fighting John Philip Law in The Golden Voyage of Sinbad, which I suppose, I don't know when that was, but uh, an awful long time ago. And suddenly, just for a split second, I was, ca I was back to that moment, you know, when I could run upstairs and was full of vitality and nonsense, I suppose, but uh, it is marvellous for actors.